I would put it I'm on sorry. a bun. You could fit the pickles. You could put fit pickles in there. And the pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. And rules are just suggestions. Made up as we go along. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My nipples are sweating (laughs) What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like, flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Welcome back to the rabbit hole. You were just in time, and I am one of the JNT baggers. Hey. DJ Van Nielsen, to be specific. Or Millie Van Nielsen. Finding needles, whichever one you want to call. Sorry, I dropped my lighter. I had to find it. So, uh, yeah, I've been getting fucking irritated lately. For some reason, any parking lot that I'm trying to exit, usually, or enter, for some reason, there's always somebody that, that uh, I don't know, it's like when they're leaving, they they... They stop right in the middle of the fucking parking lot. I I don't get it. It's like they get in their car. They already, they, whatever they're forgetting to do, they forget to do it. And then they just decide, "Eh, before I leave the parking lot, but after I leave the parking spot, I'm just going to sit here for five minutes. Yeah, I'm going to rustle through my purse or fucking, I don't know what they're doing, playing with the radio, whatever the fuck it is. It, it always, I always end up stuck behind them or they're. Even worse, they're in the middle of the of the parking lot to where they're just blocking both ways and sitting there. Get the fuck out of the way. I don't know. I don't know. That shit just fucking annoys me. I don't, I don't know. I, I, the parking lot mannerisms, man. Get the get in, get out. Try not to hit anybody else's fucking car. Jesus Christ. But you know who doesn't annoy me like that? That's Mr. John freaking Smith. That's right. And you heard yours to keep at the at the beginning of the show. And uh, you can hear that song in its entirety without our shitty voices or comments on uh at johnfreakinsmith.com it's from the album songs of the great collapse highly recommend that album i know b-rob checked it out actually yeah i think he bought the whole album yeah so yeah get it get it now and enjoy it enjoy the soothing sounds of mr john freaking smith as he takes you down a musical journey yeah i'm obviously really really baked <laughs> um i hope you enjoyed the 420 celebration we had some we had some fun actually. Uh well, I did. I know I did. I got really really stoned. Not only for that episode, but uh mm, for the day itself. I just smelled the weed that I just got. But um yeah. Uh obviously that episode was recorded a little bit before 420 so I could re- you know, so I could release it on 420 and have it, you know, up in the air. So uh the way I actually celebrated 420, I had to work. So uh you know, I got up at four tw- or at like four in the morning, waited twenty minutes, took a hit of weed. Then, uh, what's it? Uh, then, whoop. 
I, before I tell the 420 story, I got to tell how I got prepared for 420. Uh, I decided to hit my, you know, the, the shop that I've been hitting up lately that Corn recommended. It's a great shop. Been going in and, uh, you know, I've been wanting to try these damn vape pens. I've tried them before, like, just from people having them and, you know, letting me hit them. And they're pretty good. They're usually, you know, I've always been like, huh, that's kind of nice. But, I don't know, I don't, I don't really want to convert, really. I don't know, I don't know. But, uh, so I decided, you know what, if I, if, uh, if I can find one cheap, I'll check it out. Just so I can, just so I can smoke discreetly at work. You know, not, not going crazy or nothing like that. Just a little puff. But, uh, sorry, I had to take a second to hit it. <laughs> but, uh, so, went to the shop, uh, 419, actually. And went and asked him about these, uh, about these vape pens and shit. So this, uh, the lady... You know, I told her, I, you know, I told her I had nothing. I didn't have battery or any of that stuff. I didn't even know how any of that works. So she, she was like, well, we got a cheap set up here. We got a cheap battery, $7. So I said, you know what? I'll check it out. It's a Vertex battery, a 200, 280 mAh, whatever that means. But it's got like a USB charger. And the, the battery itself is actually a, it's also a stylus. Yeah, I can actually, I, yeah, I can use it on my damn phone. So that's kind of cool. But, uh, so then I, you know, I was looking at, uh, at the cartridges cause that's where they really get you. That's where they make the money, you know? And uh, a lot of them were like 30 and 40 bucks for a half gram, which I know I'm going to burn through pretty fast, no matter what it is. So I asked her, you know, what's the cheapest full gram? She goes, Oh, well, we got this one 35 for a full gram. All right. Let me check it out. Now, the company's called a uh, 420 vapor. You can check them out, 420vapor.com. They don't sponsor us or anything like that, but, you know, just a, just a shout-out, just because I checked them out. And because the, what's it, after I bought this cartridge and saw on this packaging here, the uh, I got a headband OG, a gram of headband OG. It's a sativa. It's the highest THC potency on the market, they say. 100% solventless cannabis oil, lab-tested for quality and safety, Durable leak-proof cartridges, cartridge, and standard 510 thread. Which I think the 510 thread just refers to the screw. Like, you know, the attachment. But, uh, yeah, I was checking out the packaging as I was, you know, tinkering with my little pen here and taking little puffs. And, uh, yeah, they said they had a, they have an Instagram and shit. So I went and followed them on Instagram. They followed back, so I thought that was kind of cool. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, the little pen's pretty nice. So back to the 420 store. Uh, the next day, I wake up now. Yeah, so the, the pen was what I was hitting at 420 in the morning. And I took it to work with me. Yes, fuck you. So <laughs> throughout the day, you know, I'm taking little puffs. Just, you know, just enough to be all... Just enough to say I was fucking celebrating still. Uh, got off early. Went home and just got really, really baked. And texted Corn, bugging him about... Uh, Movie show times because uh, if you were following, Super Troopers two came out on four twenty, and me and well, Corn and I have gotten into a weird little routine of we got to go see certain movies, and that one popped up on the list as a pretty much as a way of saying all right, let's get some comedy in before we go down the nerd path again for Infinity Wars the very next week. So we you know we went to. We, Actually, <laughs> I went online and went and checked. There's there's two theaters out in this immediate area. There's one in Hammett and one in the neighboring city, town, whatever, San Jacinto. Both of them, neither of them were showing Super Troopers 2. So Corn and I had to drive about 20 minutes or so. Sounds annoying, but actually it just kind of offered us a good chance to have a nice little private session 
on the way. So this, <laughs> this is what happens. I, um, what was it? We were catching the 9.30 show. And so it was like, all right, 8.30, we'll hook up. I mean, you know. So 8.30, I show up at Corn's house to pick him up. He jumps in the car. We head out of his uh, his mobile home park and start heading towards out of town. Which to get out of town, at least to the theater we were going to, we had to take a highway out of town, kind of one of those one-lane highway things out of town called Gilman Springs to the freeway and then to Merino Valley. So we get on, we before we get on Gilman Springs, Corn goes, Corn opens up a little baggie, pulls out a pack of fucking cookies. They're like the, the animal cracker cookies. The, the, they were the cool kind too, because they were covered in sprout frosting and sprinkles. Now the frosting was where the weed was. He pulls these out and says, all right, let's snack on these before we even hit Gilman. Because the thing that, the reason why we were okay with it was because this Gilman Springs little road out of town, or this little road to the freeway, at nighttime is very dark. Very dark and, you know, nobody really fucks with you. So, um, yeah, so we jump on, when we get onto that street, fucking after munching down these cookies, we devoured them. <laughs> devoured them. So we get on to, we get on to Gilman Springs, corn pulls out a, pulls out a pre-rolled joint. And I smiled a little bit. He pulls it out. We hotbox the car. By the time that joint goes out, we're already almost to the theater. As we're pulling up, I pull out my little pen. And, uh, you know, we pass it back and forth a couple times, take a couple rips, run on into the theater. Which, um, yeah. Um, actually, hold on. I didn't even say what I was smoking today. Well, I told you the headband OG thing. I also got another cartridge of Strawberry Cough, another Sativa. And, uh, was it one of the ones that I got a hybrid, uh, too, uh, just some regular old weed flowers here. That's uh very white, but so as we, <laughs> back to the story, we pull up to theaters, which leads me to late reviews with the boys from just in time. All right, John freaking Smith, thank you for that lovely ass fucking late review intro. I almost said gay for a day. But uh yeah. So Super Troopers 2. Me and Corn get in the theater. First off, we both had to pee, so we ran to the bathroom. I I never liked doing that going to the like when two dudes go to the bathroom together. I always feel like I don't know. It it, it always feels like kind of that that check thing cuz you know, women go to the bathroom together, that that whole stereotype, you know, they're doing their makeup, change, exchanging tampons, talking shit, whatever. But uh, but I guess it's acceptable for guys if you do it when you first show up at a place. If you show up at a restaurant or you show up at a movie theater, you first show up, you can go to the bathroom. After that, if you go to the bathroom together, it's a little it's a little fruity, a little gay. But uh, yeah, we pull up here, we we get we get out of the bathroom. Uh, it was nine thirty on the dot, so we're like, okay, we gotta run. Let's go get into this movie. We want to catch some catch some trailers and shit. And uh, we walked past the snack bar. Now, the thing about this particular theater was that uh, you walk past the snack bar that's always, you know, right at the entrance of the theater after you get your tickets and shit. Now, our the theater that we're, the you know, the theater room that Super Troopers was playing in that we got our tickets for was all the way in the back of this goddamn theater. Now, all the way in the back means that we had to walk past a good fucking 10, 12 fucking theater rooms just to get to the second snack bar. That's how fucking big this fucking place is. There's a second snack bar at the end of this long hallway, but nobody was at the at the second snack bar. If someone had been, Corn would have probably got something. So we get into the theater, fucking 
We watch a few trailers, and then Corn finally snaps. He gets up. I gotta get something to drink, man. I'm thirsty as fuck. You want something? Uh, yeah, I'll take a Coke, Pepsi, whatever. He goes running. As soon as he, the door closes behind him, the lights dim. Last trailer shows. We're fucking, we're on to the start of the movie. <laughs> so while Corn was away, uh, this movie started off actually pretty fucking, I'm not gonna lie. This isn't a movie about getting a high... This movie wasn't trying to get a high Rotten Tomatoes score. It wasn't even trying to compete with any kind of Seth Roganry. This was just a movie... This was nostalgia, honestly. It's been that long since the first Super Troopers that this was just about showing some love to, you know, something that was dear to a lot of people. And to be honest, uh, after Joe Dirt 2, I became really, 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 really skeptical when it came to sequels. Just, I don't know, Joe Dirt 2, if you've ever seen it, it, you'd agree. If you've never seen it, don't watch it, don't bother. Because even though they tried to capture stuff by having a lot of people from the original cast, or the cast of the first one, none of the magic was captured. Super Troopers 2 was a different story. They captured a lot of the magic. They started off really nice, too, with a a weird uh, way of trying to trying to catch you up on what's been going on over the past more than a goddamn decade and shit since the first one but without uh but it, it, it i don't know there was there was a part with stifler and goddamn uh yeah it, sean william scott and damon waynes jr had cameos in the beginning of this one i'm not even going to give away all the sequences of it because honestly that that gives it away when you see all the best jokes you know but uh i'm just going to say that the the beginning was good. It was, it was there was a bit of a misleader in there. It was kind of nice, funny. Um, all the characters that they brought back were pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I was really happy to see the ones that came back. Uh, the biggest surprise to me actually was Brian Cox. For some reason, I didn't think he was gonna make a return appearance. I didn't watch many of the trailers for it either, though. And that was actually really cool to see his old ass back in the you know back in the captain uniform or whatever. So that was pretty cool. Um, fucking Farva was still just Farva, you know. If you've seen any of the trailers, you know, the premise, pretty much the premise was something to do with them. <laughs> had something to do with them having to interact with Canada over some kind of border dispute. Or not dispute, more of like some kind of weird technicality where some stones moved or something. And now something that was Canada is now U.S. And they had to deal with some Mounties. And... That actually was funny in itself. Since uh, who did, Will Sasso was in there. First off, every everybody that tried to do the the French Canadian or even regular Canadian, whatever that means, accents was goddamn atrocious. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was god awful. But it was enjoyable. <laughs> I hate saying it like that, but the movie itself was still very. It was still very enjoyable. I'm not gonna lie. There were still, they still made sure to have little, little, uh, nods to the first one to let you know that they, they remembered the things, the parts about the first one that we loved. And they, you know, tried to add their new, their own new elements. They tried to, I won't say evolve the characters, but just, you know, eh, they, they did try to put some weird little love story in there that I thought didn't really need to be there. But then again, on the first one, there was a love story as well. So there you go. But it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't in the style of the Hangover movies, or at least the Hangover 2, which anyone will tell you was just a copy-paste, change-location thing. 
with uh, compared to the first one. This one wasn't quite that. There wasn't the danger of them getting shut down. It was more of a revival. And um, the stakes were different, you know, and the uh, the characters, the the antagonists were different. I kept thinking Galakanukis would make a make a an appearance, but no. Actually, none of the none of the bad cops, I don't think, made any of the appearances from the uh, first one. So that was kind of weird, but kind of cool though as well. Overall, Corn uh, and I actually, and you know, Corn eventually did come back with some with some sodas and popcorn. And we, you know, overall ended up in kind of enjoying the movie, just enjoying the ride. There was some good laughs. Um, oh my God. If you're in the goddamn rabbit hole group on Facebook, the JNT rabbit hole, first off, if you're not, there's a link down there in the, in the description. Yeah. Or there's a link on our goddamn, uh, on our website. There's a connect with this page on there, or you can over to the links to all our social medias. But if you're, uh, if you're in the rabbit hole group, you, you know that, uh, there's a bit of a pun war with uh, between me and B-Rob lately where we're sharing... <laughs> well, not just me and B-Rob, even the Sasquatch Ethan is getting into it too where we're just uh, throwing up goddamn pun memes left and right. Anybody who knows me knows I love a good goddamn pun. I don't bring them into the show as much and usually when I do, I get mad at myself because I'm like, son of a bitch, I don't know why that happened. It never is. It's always on accident. But, uh, yeah, Farva had puns dude farva had goddamn puns i'll just i'll give you one i'll give you one he he was he was uh he got he was getting chased by a bear in the goddamn woods and he goes into it like a porta potty or something and the fucking you know barely <laughs> he gets out of, the bear gets distracted somehow or i think someone threw some meat or something like that farva pops out of this goddamn thing says that uh he barely escaped <laughs> said something like that would have been a grisly murder and everybody was just their reactions were usually probably your reaction right now just off of hearing those two just anger like fuck you farva so there there was like a whole new layer of reasons like on top of all the reasons you already like hate and love farva and yes those those two things are simultaneous when it comes to that character but on top of all that now he was equipped with puns and it was just I, and I mean the the lovely thing about it too was it wasn't just like him it wasn't just in the script as like a trying to make you laugh it was him it was the character of Farva trying to make the other characters laugh and the anger on their faces made the puns even funnier because I love puns and I love people's reactions to them which is usually anger just that you son of a bitch I love that I love it so so yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit like it was a little bit with that part. It was like they were going after my heart. Like they were just like, yeah, he, there's no way, there's no way you won't like me, a fucking punny motherfucker. So yeah, that that was kind of nice. Overall, uh, yeah, overall, pretty decent movie. I'm not gonna even give it a score because this isn't a kind of movie that's looking for a score. This is a kind of movie that was just looking for the people that liked the first one. And like I said, like I mentioned about Joe Dirt too, how it kind of did a very huge disservice to the first Joe Dirt. Super Troopers 2 did not. Uh, I will say they did it a good bit of justice. Honestly, you can tell that it wasn't just a throw together. They actually had a, they seemed like they actually took some time to put a bit of a story together at least. So yeah, enjoyable movie, tons of laughs, probably wouldn't let kids watch it, but you should already not be watching kids or letting kids watch it. So there you go. <laughs> hey, what up, people? This is Jay. And this is Jared. 
from the hashtag blackout podcast and when we are not geeking out on our show or talking about people getting suspended for silly things we are checking out the just in time podcast and you should too we blacking out blacking out Oh God! <laughs> so our buddies Jared and Jay over at the hashtag Blackout Podcast. <laughs> oh my God! <coughs> Having trouble even holding that in. But uh, our buddies over at the hashtag Blackout Podcast uh, recently tagged us in a post on Instagram. It was a picture of like a chicken sandwich or something like that from a fast food restaurant. In which I think it was like McDonald's or something like that, where they somebody had asked for two for extra mayo, and they just basically like I I don't know. It looked like an ice cream sandwich almost, but it was all mayo. <laughs> it looked pretty disgusting. And uh, well, me being uh, <laughs> me working in a kitchen, I you know I commented on there. You know I I commented on their reply simply done that, and uh, so uh, they replied that they wanted to hear about it on the show. So. To you, my boys, Jared and Jay, my cousins, happy anniversary again, and uh, yeah, this one's for you. So, um, let's see. This was this was a few years ago. This I had been at this establishment for maybe about a year and a half, two years, and uh, was it somebody called in an order for some chicken wings, which is not uncommon. People like to do that. It was for a takeout order. That's why they called it in. So we'd have it boxed up. They could come fifteen minutes. Bada bing, bada boom. So, um, <laughs> so they call in and they, uh, now I don't, I don't take phone calls there. I don't t- take any of the orders or anything like that. I just, I cook the food. Now this place, we don't have the, uh, we don't have the L screens as they're known in the restaurant industry. We don't have the little screens in front of us. That's printing. That's showing everything. We have a goddamn ticket printer, which would be, I would complain more, but it's still a step up over handwritten goddamn orders, because then I would have to slap a motherfucker, but, uh, anyway, the, uh, so, I, yeah, like I said, I don't take the orders or anything like that, so, uh, this, uh, one of the, I think it was a manager, actually, she takes the, she takes the phone call, and, uh, you know, she takes the order, rings it in, and, uh, when the ticket prints out, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe my eyes, they haven't, they have a button on there for wings because we, you know, we toss them in sauce, as most wing places do, and uh, they uh, they have an extra wet button, which extra wet just means extra sauce, you know. And uh, the, she uh, she hit the button like a bunch of times. Like it, the, this ticket should have been about maybe five six inches, and it ended up being about twelve inches. Yes, a foot. Because she hit extra wet a billion times and it starts a whole new line for each extra wet. Extra wet, extra, 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 extra wet. Now, after all of these extra wets, I see she, she, they have the option, you know, to type in a memo. And she types in a memo that says, seriously, guys, extra, extra wet. Now, as I'm reading this, as I get done reading all of this, she's already at my window saying, yeah, this guy seriously said he wants it like full on, like he wants a shit ton of sauce on there. Okay, uh, the the very sinister part of me woke up in that one, like, just, okay, be careful what you wish for. Now, and I don't know about this whole, this chicken sandwich mayonnaise situation, where if someone just said, can I have a little extra mayo, and they just decided, fuck you, I'm gonna slather. But this person was asking for it, I mean, come on. 
extra, 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 extra seriously. Because I can only imagine on the phone, you know, this is some... When he came into, this is some old fat guy, some old fat white man. Not even old, old, just like 40s or something like that, you know what I mean? Probably, you know. And he, uh... <laughs> so I'm imagining on the phone, he's just calling just like... And I want him seriously, seriously, ser- no. Extra, extra wet. Okay, sir, yeah, uh, extra, extra wet, okay. No, like, I'm serious. If they're not extra wet, I'm not even taking them. Like, she actually told me he said that. I, being the sinister fuck that I am, <laughs> I decided, okay, motherfucker, you want extra wet? You want them extra, 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 seriously extra wet? Okay, you got it. So, uh, you know, I cook the wings. I take a box, as, as we're supposed to do, you know, styrofoam box or whatever. I take a goddamn piece of wax paper. It's not even wax paper. It's like somewhere in between parchment and wax paper with a with a side of easy tear when any moisture touches it. I put that on the bottom as is required. And uh I take my little bowl that uh that we put our wings in, you know, I take my bowl. I put a bunch of Now the way the way we have it is that this was this was only 10 wings this guy, right? So for every 10 wings, there's supposed to be one scoop of sauce. Just one ladle of sauce. So because this guy hit extra, extra, extra wet, I always have told people that I train that every time you see extra, put an extra scoop, of, put an extra ladling. I went off of that. I put a scoop for every time it said extra, and then two scoops for the seriously extra thing. This thing, this little bowl was not very big. It was, you know, a little bit bigger than your average cereal bowl. And I fucking tell you, like, not even big enough to want to mix cake batter in. My God. I filled this motherfucking bowl up damn near with sauce. Put the wings in there. Washed them sink to the bottom. Put another scoop on top. Tossed it around, though there was no need because they were already... It was soup at that point. It was soup with chicken wings in it. Cold soup. So I, <laughs> I put that in there. And then I, you know, take that bowl over to that box. Turned it upside down. And watched these wings just swim in this sea of... The worst part, too, was this was a Parmesan garlic sauce. Which meant it smelled like fucking feet. Put it in the box. Order up! <laughs> this guy... Oh my god, the look on his face. He didn't even say anything, actually. He, he opened the box, looked at it. He kind of looked like he rolled his eyes a little bit. And then just paid for him and left. And then called the next day and complained about him that there was too much sauce. You son of a bitch. Don't, don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it. Sometimes, sometimes, believe it or not, there's a recipe in place for a reason. And sometimes the proportions of that recipe call for it because there's, it's the right goddamn proportion. If you want extra, just say extra one time. I'd have put one extra scoop. He'd have probably been pretty fucking happy. But no, he had to get an attitude. No, I want him seriously, seriously, seriously extra wet. <laughs> I don't know why it got so weird there, but yeah. So yeah, that was that story, and uh, yeah. So yeah, with the with the since that story started on too much mayo, I guess it's only appropriate that we uh, you know, we move on to another another way of too much mayo possibly being involved.
of a day. All right, John freaking Smith, thank you again for, you know, I forgot the the line last week too. You know, usually I think, you know, thank you, John freaking Smith for that lovely ass gay for a day intro. And I totally forgot to say last week that it gets me in the mood for dude. Day for a day. (laughs) I know it's cheesy as fuck. Cheesy as fuck. So uh, this week's gay for a day should come at no surprise to the two. It's, it's a double gay for a day. Yes, yes, yes. I miss the guys. <laughs> it's weird when it's just my gay for a day, but this one goes to two, so I guess they're making a me sandwich. Day for a day. <laughs> a black one and a white one. It would be the two guys that made goddamn cameos at the beginning of Super Troopers 2. Yeah, that's right, I announced it earlier, and I'm saying it again. Damon Wayne's Jr. Day for a day. And Sean William Scott. Day. Who I still say, Sean William Scott, if he'd have just been a tad bit younger, just a tad bit younger, would have been a great Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, I know your dick just got hard too. Day. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're we're you know we're at that best part, <laughs> the end. I think that's the, I think that's your favorite part of these episodes is the end when you can stop hearing my goddamn voice and get back to whatever the fuck you were doing, but. Just before I go, <laughs> just before I go, be sure to follow us on social medias, you know, at JNT Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join the JNT Rabbit Hole Facebook group. Get in on the pun war. It's puntastic. And honestly, I want to see more weed posts, too. Somebody post some weed stuff. Damn it. Whatever. You can post whatever the fuck you want. Post some battle suggestions, too. Battle suggestions, uh... Late review suggestions, although we were always shaky on those, but yeah. Throw them up, join the group, get involved in the conversation, have some fun, and uh, yeah, that'll be about it. Catch you next week. I don't know why I made that noise, that was fucking stupid. (laughs) 